Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mula po sa Quezon City. Ako si Robbie Alampay, Puma Podcast. COVID-19 continues to spread to other parts of the world. Iran, South Korea, and Italy are the latest hotspots. The WHO insists that despite the emergency and the heightened sense of urgency, this is not yet a pandemic. World Health Organization Director General Dr. Tedros Ghebreyesus. For the moment, we are not witnessing the uncontained global spread of this virus. And we are not witnessing large-scale severe disease or death. Does this virus have pandemic potential? Absolutely, it has. Are we there yet? From our assessment, not yet. The last disease to be officially labeled a pandemic was the H1N1 flu virus that struck in 2009. That infected more than 60 million people in the United States It killed half a million people worldwide. Despite the WHO's reluctance to use the word pandemic, the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention says it's only a matter of time before COVID-19 does in fact become a pandemic. Dr. Anne Shuchat of the CDC explains. Now, it's not so much a question of if this will happen anymore, but rather more a question of exactly when this will happen and how many people in this country will become infected and how many of those will develop severe or more uh, more uh, complicated disease. And here is Dr. Anthony Fauci of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. Right now, depending upon what the denominator is, the lethality for the current coronavirus infection is somewhere around 2%. If you compare it to the SARS outbreak, it was 9% to 10%. MERS was 36%. And then if you go through the history of pandemic influenzas, depending upon the year, Anywhere from 0.5-0.6%. When you get to the 1918, it's 1.5-2%. Back in the Philippines, there are still no reported cases of local transmission of COVID-19. Even as government begins to repatriate Filipinos from China and now from Japan, more than 400 Filipinos on board the Japanese cruise ship MV Diamond Princess have been brought home, where they will go another round of quarantine Another 14 days at New Clark City. Captain Gennaro Arma of the MV Diamond Princess hailed his fellow OFWs, the Filipino crew of the cruise ship, as heroes. How I consider you the real hero of, uh, of this journey. Now it's time for you to go home, second phase, go in quarantine, spend 14 days more. The repatriated Filipinos came back in two batches. All have been screened for COVID-19. None of them have tested positive. 
Here's Health Secretary Francisco Duque III. DOH only allowed the repatriation of Filipinos who tested negative for the COVID-19 in Japan. The repatriates underwent five levels of screening for fever and respiratory signs and symptoms. But around 80 Filipino crew members of the MV Diamond Princess in Yokohama did test positive for COVID-19. That's according to the Foreign Affairs Department. They were quarantined in Japan. Before we continue, we want to share with you an exciting podcast being done by one of our friends. You might be interested in this long distance. You're listening to Long Distance. I'm Paula Mardo, and this is Season 2. The reason I was in the United States was because I was fleeing martial law. Oh, the chef left to another restaurant and the owner said, do you want to cook? I said, I don't know. I've never cooked in my life. I know how to cook rice. Hi, Paula and Patrick. I live on the Sunshine Coast in Australia. Back in West Virginia. And I moved to Dubai. I definitely Filipino. Thanks for listening. Thanks for the podcast. Keep it up. On it. And this season, we're going deep into the past to make sense of our present. With new stories, new voices, new places, and this. So this guy's like a big, burly alascaro. Okay. Okay, okay, go. Larry, good to meet another Ilocano, huh? <laughs> Long Distance is a documentary podcast about stories among the Filipino diaspora. Its second season is out now. It features stories like how a New York City restaurant in the 1990s paved the way for Filipino-American cuisine, why a group of brave Filipino farm workers started the historic Delano Grape Strike of 1965, and what it's like to be a Filipino in the world today. Look for Long Distance wherever you listen to podcasts. The Senate Committee on Public Services pushed through with its investigation into the issues surrounding the renewal of ABS-CBN's franchise. ABS-CBN officials were present at the hearing, and before the Supreme Court could even start hearing the network's co-warrant case, the media company defended itself from all accusations. Here is ABS-CBN President and CEO Carlos Catigbac. We also acknowledge that we are not a perfect organization. Where we have shortcomings, we acknowledge them and we work to correct them. May pagkukulang man kami, mas matimbang ang aming atikain na makapaglingkod. We would also like to state that we have not broken the law or violated any of the provisions of our franchise. But the power to grant a franchise renewal still falls exclusively in the hands of Congress. Specifically, that process begins at the House of Representatives. But House leaders are dragging their foot on the matter. We, we've said from the start that the reason why we think it's important but not urgent, dahil hindi naman tayo papayan that there'll be a single minute na hindi nagbro-broadcast ang ABS-CBN. Ang problema, maraming gustong umepal, maraming gustong maging part ng solution. That was House Speaker Alan Peter Cayetano. This week, the House panel for the ABS-CBN Franchise Renewal asked the National Telecommunications Commission 
for a provisional permit, a temporary license that would allow the network to operate past its franchise operation on May 4, pending final action from Congress. A heat wave melted 20% of Antarctica's northern tip in just nine days. NASA posted satellite images of an island with thick white cover. And then in the next image, that white cover is now concentrated in the middle of the same island. It's formerly white edges, now the color of mud. Antarctica experienced its hottest day early February, peaking at roughly 20 degrees Celsius. That's no colder than a typical December day in Baguio. Here's geologist Dr. Rob McKay from the Victoria University of Wellington. We can see global climate was two to three degrees warmer globally. But what happened in the Antarctic was different. It actually seemed to be much warmer than that, if not double that temperature. So the poles respond more to global warming than any other part of the planet. The implications of that will have an impact on the rest of the planet through sea level rise and through changing weather patterns. Scientists say the rapid and dramatic shrinkage of snow and ice is a lot more typical in Greenland and the Arctic. But the recent nine-day heat wave in Antarctica raises plenty of concerns and ramps up the sense of urgency around climate change. In another galaxy 700 light years away, scientists are keeping their telescopes on the star Betelgeuse which they say might or might not explode. Scientists have noted weeks of inexplicable dimming. The star most recently has started to brighten again, so the scientific community are split on whether or not we are expecting a supernova. If there is a supernova, scientists say the light of Betelgeuse as seen from the Earth might rival the light from the moon. Betelgeuse is now around 8 to 8.5 million years old. It cooled and puffed out into a red supergiant about 40,000 years ago. Here's astronomer Jeff Mangum from the National Radio Astronomy Observatory. Betelgeuse has been studied at radio wavelengths for many years. The biggest and the brightest stars tend to be the stars that have the largest masses. They also tend to be the stars that burn through their hydrogen supply much more rapidly. Then the fusion processes that happen after that come very, very quickly. Before we let you go, podcast alert. Usapang Econ and Give a Hoot have both released new episodes. On Usapang Econ, economist JC Punong Bayan and Alfredo Paloyo talk about gender gap in the pay scale in the Philippines. To a certain extent, may pagkakaiba sa sweldo ng babae at lalaki sa Pilipinas. Meron pa difference na hindi natin maipaliwanag based on differences in educational attainment. So halimbawa, pag tinignan natin ang babae na nakapag-kolehyo, pareho ng kurso, pareho ng edad, pareho ng socioeconomic status, tinumpara natin siya sa lalaki, nakikita natin na may diferensya pa rin ang kita ng babae at ng lalaki. On Give a Hoot, Wise Owls, Josa, Mika, and Oya talk about the call-out culture in the Philippines. A few years ago, I was driving and I saw this large tarpaulin of a 
official hanging from electrical wires. I posted that picture and I said, please, could you remove your self-glorifying banners from the electrical wires. And finally, Puma Podcast is proud to share its first audio documentary, Tokhang sa Tokhang, which will be coming out soon, halfway into President Duterte's term. Kamusta na nga ba ang War on Drugs? We listen to the stories and insights of various people from various sectors. What price are the Filipinos willing to pay? It's like a new lease of life. Killings, murders. Either I destroy you or you destroy me. We take all sides. Kumustahan lang. Tokhang sa tokhang. Kamusta na po ang war on drugs? At yan po ang mga headline na Puma Podcast. If you like what you hear, please follow us on Facebook and Twitter. And do subscribe to Puma Podcast on Anchor, Stitcher, Google Podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcast, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Maraming salamat po. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.